0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. As always, I want to say thank you for watching, liking, commenting, sharing, uh, listening, if you're over there on the Anchor.fm or the Google podcast, wherever you are. A lot of things to talk about. Three things happened uh, yesterday. Three converging things. It was like one of those uh, super moons they always talk about, the orange ones, the blue ones, the pink ones, the plaid ones, uh, whatever it is. That only happens once every 60 years and everybody gets excited, but then when you go outside, there's clouds and it just looks like a normal moon over a really soft filter, but you have to act like you're amazed. Oh, my God. But three things converged in one day, and it was kind of weird. First of all, it was 420, and we all know what that means. Potheads came out of the woodwork to let everybody know that, yes, I do still indeed smoke weed. I think, you know, when this, solo. I don't know how I got to 420. I don't know the significance, and I care so little about it, I didn't even bother searching for it to try to give you an explanation. So if you do know, I don't care. I don't know how that uh, signifies marijuana use, but I do know that when it first started, you know, it was kind of a brave thing because uh, marijuana was illegal, and uh, you can go to jail, you can go to prison, spend long stretches in prison just for weed. And so uh, during 420 when people would, uh, under their social media, they'd post pictures of them smoking pot or uh, you know, showing their uh, bongs or showing their bags of weed. It was kind of brave. It was kind of one of those, ooh, let's hope the FBI doesn't see that and come pick your ass up, you know? So it was kind of cool back then, kind of edgy. Uh, But now it's just, uh, weed is legal almost everywhere. You know, your grandfather smokes weed, your grandmother smokes weed, your pastor probably smokes weed. Guy selling you your car, cutting your hair, packing your groceries, cutting your lawn. <laughs> they all smoke weed. Everybody smokes weed for one reason or another now because it's just uh, widely accepted. And I'm saying this as somebody who does not smoke weed, but is a staunch advocate for legalization federally. On a federal level in the United States, they should just legalize weed. It would create a lot of jobs. it grows so easily they they could sell it for a very low amount but tax the shit out of it enough where they could get rid of taxes on things like gasoline. It would be better for the economy. It would be better for uh, everybody, even those that don't smoke weed. It would just be a good thing, and I'm all for it. But we don't need a special day for it, and uh, I really don't care that everybody on my social media is posting pictures of their weed. I just don't care. It's a, it's just not an edgy thing anymore. It's just like ah, uh, it's like when you're scrolling through Instagram and it's like, okay, yeah, there's your food, there's your food. Ah, you bought a new dress. Ah, you bought a new pair of shoes. Great. We just kind of look at it. Maybe if it's a good friend just hit the like button to let him know I saw it, and then we just scroll on. Uh, so yeah, so it was 4:20. But also Derek Chauvin, the uh, police officer who killed, who, who murdered George, George Floyd. And I can say murdered without having to say allegedly, because uh, on that same day, he also got convicted on all three counts of murder. Sentencing will be in two months. And I know this made, you know, this was big news. This was the huge news. Uh, but I'm telling you this because if you were one of those celebrating 420, you probably never heard it because you were too high. And you were just laying around on your couch, uh, playing video games or watching cartoons. <clears throat> but yes, that happened yesterday, in case you were keeping up. You was found guilty. Uh, I'm sure there was a lot of uh, relief in the town, but I'm also sure people who were out there ready to protest because uh, that's never happened before. They were ready. They were. Uh, I think there might have been a bit of Disappointment. Because they were ready to start rioting burning down buildings setting things on fire and then they're, they're like oh he was found so guilty oh man okay put away the pitchforks and torches i guess uh we'll have to wait for another day i'm sure there was some disappointment people want to have something to be angry about anymore so that was good news but the other news your boy ted nugent the nuge got himself a case of cat scratch fever. Uh, in this case, what I'm referring to is uh, the coronavirus. Because after a year of telling people the coronavirus was, was fake, it's a pandemic, it's a scandemic, don't take the vaccine, it's going to do horrible things to you, change your DNA, make you into a Satan-worshipping baby eater who bathes in the blood of homeless people, you know, whatever the latest conspiracy is around that after a year of telling people that he got the corona and he says it is not a a pleasant experience which comes as a complete shock to no one (laughs) who believes science (laughs) he said he could barely get out of bed Uh, great for the rest of the world There are some safe animals out in the woods that he can't go uh, blow up with his bazooka or whatever the fuck he does. But, uh, so that happens. So those three things, 420, the conviction of a cop who who murdered someone, and another anti-vaxxer conspiracy theorist getting the hardest dose of reality possible, all converged on the same day. And I'm surprised that, uh, There weren't cracks appearing, pothole or sinkholes appearing all over the world, and and sulfur and smoke flowing forth to to bring forth the uh, advent of the Antichrist. That would be the religious take on something like that. Like when all, like I said, on the rare occasions when uh, all the conditions are right and the moon's going to change colors and Venus is going to pass in front of it, you know, that's when Christians say it's the end of the world. I got to give them credit though. I, I mean, I got to give some of these uh, wackles credit. I really do. For, for their endurance and for their patience. You know, conspiracy theorists have been waiting for the New World Order since the 1960s. And they're still out there pounding away at it, man, pounding away. Uh, nothing compared to the Christians, though. They've been waiting for the rapture for, you know, over 2,000 years. Now that's some dedication, man. That takes a lot of patience. <laughs> it's like uh, there's not a time where they're going to say, you know what? Maybe it's just not gonna happen. I don't, I don't know, but it doesn't seem to be that way. So yeah, those are the big news stories since the last time I talked to you. And I wanted to get those out of the way, like I said, in case you were too high to notice those things actually happened. Use the Googles, look them up. It's pretty awesome. Uh, day six right now of our lockdown here in Cambodia where I live. You might notice it's a little bit lighter in here. It's just about to get dark, but uh, I thought I'd make this video early enough where you can see out the uh, window there. It's, a, it's a lightening a little bit. It's about to storm. Uh, lockdown's going pretty good so far. Uh, it's weird that I always uh, find my creative side, my more creative side, because my first thought was, oh, being locked in for two weeks, I am going to get so much shit done. I can put out video after video, I can work on jokes, I can uh, really take this time, finish, finish uh, or work on some of my writing, you know, I'm writing my next book and stuff. Uh, but there just seems to be a creative dearth when I'm immobile and when I'm just stuck inside because uh, a lot of what I say and a lot of what I think and do is based on, you know, going out and seeing things and it enters my brain and my subconscious as, hey, that would be funny. Uh, Or, or, you know, what if this happened or well, that's a weird situation and without that stimulus Stimuli, yeah, stimuli Mm -hmm. going on around me. uh, I find myself just sitting here trying to think of uh, a thing I've written a few jokes, but I'm probably not going to use them. I think they're a little hacky I didn't uh, because I'm just trying to think of things off the top of my head without any reference on the outside world I don't know if that makes sense But when I'm out here walking around or driving around and seeing things and doing things, uh, that's when my mind's always working. And then when I get home, I write down the ideas, I jot them down, and I kind of plan out where I want to go from there. So it's kind of weird not having that stimuli uh, to do anything with. Well, we're doing okay in lockdown, really... uh, Watching a lot of YouTube uh, noticing a lot of weird weird things on social media Uh, and I've seen this more than once and I don't know if this is a thing I don't know if this is how it's supposed to be done but uh, somebody's going through a loss that would devastate most people that would uh, have most people just uh, crush them and and they're just posting it on social media immediately after something bad happens I I don't quite understand that trend. I read a tweet the other day that said, my baby son just died two hours ago, and I am devastated. I am numb. I don't know what to do. And the only thing I was thinking was, so your first thought was, let's go to Twitter. And I realize people make connections and friends on social media. It's called social media for a reason. But is that really the time to post it? Like, uh, Two hours after, there are five stages of grief, and I read them all. Not one of them says, use Twitter to tell everybody about it. Give yourself a week or two weeks to grieve and process and get the funeral thing out of the way and kind of reset yourself. I mean, maybe they were just looking for thoughts and prayers from complete strangers, but again, that's not one of the uh, five stages of grief. You know, horrible things happen to people every day. The the world is chaotic. It's unpredictable. We just try to control it the best we can uh, by making plans and doing this and that. But uh, it's all futile in the end. And I'm not being nihilistic. I'm not saying, oh, don't have goals, don't do anything, because it's not going to matter. Because they will matter for as long as we're here. But we can never stop bad things from happening, right? Right. But uh, I just find that I find it, to be honest, a little bit creepy. When somebody, I'm reading that going two hours ago. You you had a baby son and he died two hours ago, and you're just posting it on social media. I just don't get that, and I apologize if uh, if you do. Let me know. Like I said, I understand you make connections, but unless they're family and friends. Complete strangers don't want to know about that because I'm sitting there having a pretty good day. You know, I'm sitting there trying to make little jokey jokes and uh, uh, trying to retweet and reply to people uh, the best I can and having a good day. La, la, la. I'm all happy. And then all of a sudden uh, I'm hearing about somebody's dead baby. It's kind of a bummer. It's kind of a letdown. So maybe I think it's creepy and wrong because uh, it brings me down and I'm just a selfish asshole. That could absolutely be it because I've never, ever denied that. Who knows? But anyway, there's my little update, day six. I really have nothing more to add at this time. We're doing good, we're staying alive. Uh, We have food, we have internet. I jerked off three times yesterday, but I didn't post that on social media, so you're not special. So there we go. All right. I will talk to you guys in the next one, unless you put a screwdriver in your ear, then you're not going to be able to hear, it'll just be weird, and looking at me without being able to hear me is even weirder, so keep the sharp objects away from your ears, that's my big advice to you, All right. talk to you in the next one.